and this is La La News 3 and thanks for tuning in to another episode and in this episode I'll be discussing the Dame Dash and Jay-Z court battle situation that's been going back and forth for a little bit now but this shit has been stemming from some stuff for years so let's get into it but you guys know where to reach me at all social media platforms including podcasting and YouTube um, is La La News 3 so um, Dame Dash and Jay-Z, like I said, has been battling about the Rockefeller Records thing for years now. Um, it's not just the little stuff that y'all been seeing lately in the headlines about what's been going on. So I'm going to get into like a little bit of back backstory, you know, also what's really going on so you guys can kind of see and know what's up. So, um, now, the legal pettiness ensues, everybody. So on June 22nd, Jay-Z... And Rockefeller Records actually got a temporary win in court, preventing Dame Dash from selling Jay-Z's 1996 Reasonable Doubt as an NFT or a non-fungible token. So, now, there was never an auction or sale that took place, but, you know, court lingo can be tricky. So, um, for those as well that don't know what an NFT is or a non-fungible token, it's actually a one-of-a-kind asset um, that lives online and is managed in a digital ledger. Now, these digitally um, unique assets, they actually have a distinct value with the certificate of authenticity and everything. So, even though it exists online, the assets can be um, easily and endlessly duplicated. So, it's going to be like a one-of-a-kind. Okay, so, um, the judge said, though, that Jay-Z and Rockefeller's arguments did seem credible. However, um, which would be that Dame Dash basically can't, you know, sell it as a non-fungible token. Because he is not the only owner. There's other owners involved. So you can't just go and sell a whole piece of something to somebody if you're just one of the owners and it's one thing. Okay? And it's multiple people. So, of course, we know that's how that works. If you didn't, you know now. Now, um, according to Dame Dash, though, in March, Jay-Z did offer to buy his whole one-third share of Rockefeller Records for an amount that he is not willing to accept. Or was not willing to accept at that time. Okay. So he did drop a little T on that. And say that he just didn't want that amount. And that it was too low for what he felt it was worth. Okay. Um, and so he's trying to shop for a buyer. Um, but Jay-Z will still have administrative rights. Even with the new ownership of whoever it's sold to. Um, Jay-Z is still on administrative rights to do to make moves and everything with it. Uh, the other people would just kind of recoup the money and things like that. That's the point. So, um, but basically Dame said that in March he didn't want to sell it for that amount. So he tried to shop for another buyer. So that's not him for, of his portion. Not of the whole thing, of his portion. So that's not him trying to sell it as an NFT. That's him trying to sell his portion of ownership in this, this situation here. Um, or for the album. Okay, reasonable doubt. Now. Um, after the temporary ruling, though, um, in Jay-Z's favor, you know, where Dame Dash wasn't going to be able to sell it as an NFT, um, that, um, oh, yeah, but, oh, they also had another temporary ruling, too. So, after the temporary ruling in Jay-Z's favor that Dame couldn't push through with the NFT sale, um, like I said, because he's not the only owner. A judge did rule on Dash's behalf, which he did post online and actually was very happy about it um, recently, by the way. 
um, that he can sell his entire one-third share, which is what he wanted to do in the first place. But both are temporary rulings, which means they need to go ahead and make moves on whatever they need to make moves on, like ASAP, before, you know what I'm saying, whatever the deadline is on them to be able to do whatever they're allowed to do within that time frame. So, make it happen, Captain. Do what you need to do. Boom, bam. Now, um, he also felt that, um, Dame Dash, rather, felt that it was a scare tactic to prevent him from selling it to anyone besides Jay-Z, that he felt like he was trying to be, um, that he was trying to corner him. So, hmm, interesting. Um, Dave actually, um, Dame Dash, rather, is actually the executive, an executive producer, um, has album dialogue as well, and is also an album art of reasonable doubt. So he got a little change coming from somewhere. Um, after the ruling, O'Dame said that he'll continue to fight for creators and will be sharing a collection of NFTs with the world soon. So, I guess he got a little, he's selling that one to get other, I, I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Anywho, um, in the beginning, um, as far as the history of it, now in the beginning, um, the owners of Rockefeller, of course, were Jay-Z, Dame Dash, and Kareem Biggs-Burke, who's always been quiet, Biggs. That's what he goes by, but you don't really hear about him or from him as much um, back even back then. Um, Dame and Jay-Z were more of the front, out front people that you saw um, and still kind of like that now. But anywho, um, and they sold their album to Def Jam, and that was the plan from the beginning. So Dame and Jay-Z um, will retain that ownership, and Def Jam will retain everything thereafter that was created, okay, under them. So it was to dissolve the business as far as to sell off whatever assets or whatever um, from Rockefeller um, so that they could, but then they came later on, okay, Def Jam, and then offered Jay-Z um, to be president of Def Jam, and then he would also acquire the masters for those albums on Def Jam as part of the deal. So basically, Dame Dash got, they all split in a third, the Reasonable Doubt album ownership, and then, you know, dissolved whatever they got from, um, oh yeah, okay, so whatever they got from, I had to see where I was at, my bad. So they had to see what they, what they got from Rockefeller Records, and then, so everybody went their separate ways. Then you see Jay-Z that pops up and now he got business with Def Jam and now he gets those same masters um, that they just basically sold to Def Jam. So Dame was pissed. So in the legal world, you know, he can sell his one third, but then, you know, he got his portion once it was sold initially. Okay, so. Now. Um, also, Jay-Z was offered, um, once he was offered to be president, that's pretty much, you know, what happened. Dame Dash actually went on Social Proof Podcast to actually tell what really happened with Rockefeller and his relationship with Jay-Z. So, yeah, I'll put the link down there as well for the Social Proof Podcast. Um, and he also said that him and Jay-Z actually didn't have issues. Dame Dash and Jay-Z didn't. He said Jay-Z didn't want to break bread with Biggs, who was the other owner anymore um and he didn't want him to be a part of rockefeller anymore after biggs asked for more money so he said biggs came pressed him for more money and then he claims that jay-z and big didn't speak for two years after that because jay-z said fuck it let's sell um you get your parts you get yours you i get mine and then we go our separate ways and then he ended up going to def jam so he wouldn't have to pay biggs no more money is what dame is saying okay 
So, Dame said he couldn't do bigs like that, um, but Jay-Z doesn't want to see anyone eat because now they're even trying to devalue his one-third ownership in what he has as far as the NFT situation. So, um, and that was when the sale of Rockefeller, Rockefeller Records to, um, to Def Jam took place. Just so I guess he could get out of having, I mean, hey, he, it was a business move. So I guess that's what they did. Now, after Dame dropped the tea, a picture of Jay-Z and Biggs, actually, now after he, basically after Dame did the social proof podcast thing, a photo popped up of Jay-Z and Biggs, um, and it said, it was posted on at DJ Clark Kent's IG page. With the caption, the manager, the MC, and the DJ, always good to see my brothers. So it's trying to say that they still cool, basically, regardless of what Dame Dash say. They're trying to make him look like a hater. So I don't know. I don't know what's really going on with that. If they cool or not, or if you know what I'm saying. I don't know. It's crazy. So basically, Jay-Z was never leaving the industry. When he sold Rockefeller Records, he just wanted Biggs off the label, and he wanted more money, and that's what he did, and now he's a billionaire. Um, so he good. He did, I guess, what he planned on doing, you know what I'm saying? Um, let me know if you think that was right or wrong with Dame Dash, because he dropped a little bit more tea as well as far as what he say happened. Um, and then, you know, they both had their little court battles, and now it seems like they both will probably get what they want. You know, Jay-Z don't want him to be able to sell it, because he's not the only owner. And Dame Dash will get to sell his one-third ownership, which is what he wanted to do in the first place. So everybody's happy. Everybody's good with that. Yay. Let me know what you guys think. This is La La News 3.